Hey, Brayden, how you doing today? Hey, I'm doing well, Dr. Keener. Uh, listen, you know, we're already a handful of episodes in to Mentor Moments, and we just want to take this time to thank our guests and our listeners for continuing to, to tune in and listen to um, us and also the uh, awesome guests that we have uh, every single episode and just continuing to support us. Right on. We couldn't be more happy with the success we've had. And just a reminder, Mentor Moments is a collaboration between the Missouri Rehab Association Eastern Chapter and Maryville University's Rehabilitation Counseling Program. We'd like you to stay tuned for another episode of Mentor Moments. We're changing people's lives, you know, and facilitating that change in their life and being part of, a part of that, you know, and that's just um, really a fulfilling job in itself, you know. On this episode of Mentor Moments, we are welcomed by Certified Rehabilitation Counselor and Licensed Professional Counselor, Kathleen McCoy. Kathleen is the Assistant District Supervisor in the St. Charles office in Missouri, Kathleen, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to meet with us and chat. Uh, we'd love to just get, you know, a short little bio of your career and what has uh, brought you to where you are today. Sure. So thank you guys for having me today. Um, I guess I'll start out. And when I graduated with my undergraduate in 2013, I started working for MERS Goodwill. And at the time I was a discovery and exploration specialist. And so that was where I took folks out into the community and we got to assess their skills, abilities, and interests and determine accommodations for them to help them be, be successful in a competitive workforce. And so I did that for a couple of years and then I was going through the master's program at Maryville and I had to have a 20 hour week internship. And so I had to switch my, I had to look for another job opportunity because I couldn't do too much at one time. And so then I was um, thank thankful enough to get an opportunity with Preferred Employment Services, and I was able to work as a job developer. And a job developer actually helps with, um, you know, helping that client with in individuals with disabilities obtain and maintain that employment. So helping them with the resume, practice um, interviewing, um, reaching out to employers on their behalf and advocating for them and just helping them get acclimated to the job with um, maybe they need job coaching supports or different accommodations on the job in regards to their first job or their career job, and just seeing them through, just being that support support for them along the way to ensure that they were successful. So I did that for a while. Then I graduated and I got um, a job offer with Vogue Rehab. And that was always my like dream job and my goal. So then I started working for Vogue Rehab. Um, it was a lot different than working for a community rehab partner because our caseload sizes were a little bit higher. So I had to get used to that at first. But I started with um, transition, mobility, and general intake on my caseload. And I feel like I was drawn to more of a transition population to serve. And so then I started um, as a full-time full transition uh, counselor. And I loved working with the students in the schools and then um, did that for about four years. And then there was an assistant district supervisor position that became available and I just decided to go for it. So. That's where I am today. I'm the assistant district supervisor of the St. Charles VR office. Well, Kathleen, so I've known you for a few years now, and and I don't know if our leadership undergrad course was the first time I met you, but I still see you in that class sitting next to Ashley, kind of, you know, facing front. But so, like, where do you trace your sort of helping professions, counseling, working people with, with disabilities? Where, where where did you get that? 
sort of original drive or, or inkling that that's was your going to be your career path? Yeah. So I knew that, um, I wanted to help people in counseling and I just, I wanted to help people. I just didn't know what population of folks I wanted to serve, what Avenue I wanted to go down, but I, I liked Maryville university and I took a, um, started taking the rehab courses and I was just hooked. And, I, and to be honest with you, I think it was a lot to do with the faculty. I mean, obviously you, Dr. Feener, were a huge influence on me. And then um, also we had a couple other adjunct professors that, you know, had significant disabilities. And um, and one of like a couple of them were individuals with quadriplegia that were teaching our classes. And it was just amazing to me to see, like hear their story, um, see how independent they were in the community and coming from a small town, I wasn't really, um, exposed to a lot of things. And I think that after having that experience, I was like, wow, like this is something that I want to be a part of. Yeah, I love that. Also coming from someone coming from someone also that, that comes from a small town, I definitely understand that piece of like, wow, that there's this whole other world um, that's available and that is, you know, um, uh, most at need. Um, which I love, I love a lot. So I think we'd love to hear a little bit about you. What would our listeners not expect um, from you that has helped you uh, in your job? Sure. So um, some people know and some people don't know, but just a couple years ago, I moved out onto our family farm and I've acquired a lot of random farm animals. And I think that um, that just, it really helps me in my self-care. You know, I get, I get out of work and I can go home and see like 30 chickens in a field, pet a cow, whatever, you know, so, <laughs> but I just, that's my jam. And I think that it's so important that everybody just has their own outlet. You know, it doesn't matter if you're in like a healthy professions field, just anywhere. If it's like running, biking, getting your nails done, whatever, just to have that outlet is so important with your own mental health. Yeah. You light up when you say that Kathleen and. <laughs> That, that makes me think of um, when we got the new Missouri Rehab Association T-shirts. We, we you took a picture with your with with your cow, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, that, that's a, a classic <laughs> picture, right? So awesome. Well, tell us a few more great things about your job and working for Missouri voc Vocational Rehabilitation. Yes. So. Um... I, you know, I chose to work for Voc Rehab. I mean, we just have a, a, a great mission and vision. Um, it's to empower people with disabilities through employment and transform lives through a great VR experience. So, I mean, right there is like, we're changing people's lives, you know, and facilitating that change in their life and being part of a part of that, you know, and that's just um, really a fulfilling job in itself, you know? And so that's why I think it's great to work for Missouri VR and just a couple side perks. I mean, obviously you know offer your benefits your um medical dental vision you can get vested after five years and be eligible for a pension in retirement you know the state holidays or which are a great perk and also they assist with um supervision towards lpc licensure and then um continuing education you know we can go through trainings to become a lifelong learner so that is why i think it's so great to work for missouri vr well more importantly kathleen why is it important to work for saint charles Missouri vocational rehabilitation. What's what's? I mean, I, I mean, I know why it's special, but you, we need our listeners need to know how awesome it it would be to work there. So, I mean, I cannot brag enough about our team. We have the best group of ladies that work in our office right now, and just I think it's so important that the agency in our office 
we maybe put family first. I mean, that's huge. And so just, if, and we always have each other's backs. We always help out whenever somebody's out or needs, just needs anything. We're always willing to um, just, just do other things that as needed to help with the community. You know, we're part, some of us are part of MRA. Some of us help out with baskets for MRA for fundraising events. And just like, we all have this passion to help others and then just um, be there for each other. So that's why our team is so strong, I think. Our office. I kind of want to backtrack to what you said about how, you know, in this role in this team, you guys are changing lives. I'm, I'm curious of if there are any um, success stories that come to mind just right off the cuff, um, right off the top that you can think of um, for our listeners. Yeah, I think um, just for me, like something that stuck with me um, is just a client that I've worked with. She's She's been around my age and she had Frederick's ataxia and, um, um, you know, infected her mobility over time and it was, it's progressive. And so over time, you know, we've been able to help her secure employment, um, you know, with an employer and more of like a customer service position and, you know, helped her with a driver's evaluation and a vehicle modification so that she could drive to work independently. Um, we also did a home modification for her so that she could, you know, live independently and get ready for work. And, um, and just, I mean, she is, she is so forever thankful and grateful for services. And I'm just thankful to be a part of her life and to meet her because she's such an amazing person. So that is, is probably my greatest success story for working with VR so far. Yeah, I also feel that way too, that that people are, are enriching my life, that I'm, I'm a better person for getting to know all, all the people in our, our community and, and whatnot. So yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, so... so- being in the VOC rehab field for so long, um, I'm curious if there are any tools or resources that you'd like to give a shout out to or anything that's been a real game changer um, in your practice. Gosh, I think that, I just think that like utilizing your staff, I mean, and just and just your, your network system. I mean, there's so many resources out there that like I don't even know about, but you know, we get to meet other folks in the field and, and they used to work in this employment or know this here or there, just network. You know that's just the biggest thing and just problem solve um cases with folks and and get to hear their their thoughts about things because they may have, have other resources so sorry it's hard to answer that one but that's the best thing i can come up with is just utilizing your network yeah well no i think that's a great a great answer because it, people are you know what your answer is based is people the people that you're working with and and that is always i think the greatest resource that you can utilize for sure now that hopefully we're coming out of the pandemic, have you what what trends are you seeing, or have you already seen, or or kind of shifts in in the workforce? Yeah, so a huge um, you know shift for us with the pandemic is we've learned that you know we can do things a little bit more virtually and electronically than we have before. Um, we've been you know I just I'm so proud of where we've come in such a short amount of time. Um, to be able off, to offer virtual services and come together for folks with disabilities. I think that in my, I would hope to see more of that flexibility in the future as well. So um, I'm just excited to see where, where things are going to go. But that has been a huge trend is more of like the, the virtual services for folks. Yeah, that's definitely what we're, we're sort of hearing with mm-hmm. just again, we, the pandemic sped up our comfort level with using more and more technology. Because obviously, you know, Zoom wasn't created because of the pandemic or, or Skype, but again, they were just all enhanced or, mm-hmm. or or the other kind of video platforms. And 
it's always exciting to see what the future will bring. So you mentioned previously being a member of MRA. Um, I would love to hear a little bit about, um, first of all, what, what brought you to the Missouri Rehabilitation Association Eastern Chapter? What was the draw to it? And then what has that, it looked like being a member? Sure. So I know that Dr. Peter really pushed it when we were um, in school. And I think that's what, where it started, you know, just kind of wanting us students to get more involved. And, um, and I did. And I, I started as a student. Um, in 2014, I believe it was, and uh, just was part of the board member. I think I was secretary at one point and then did some media for a little bit. But um, I just think it, it, I wanted to do it too, just because I really wanted to network in the community, see what was out there for myself. Um, you know, I think now being a part of it, I did have to step out for a couple of years to have my boys. But now that I'm back in it, I just see the, the true value in it and that we can work as a as a small team in our Eastern chapter, but make huge differences for the community. You know, we put on those fundraising events to help out with like the Barbara Parker scholarship for um, folks with disabilities in need um, to help them get means for, for their needs. And, and just, you know, having those friendships over the years too, I think is really important for myself as well. So I just strongly encourage other folks to join and, and be a part of it because it really is a neat little team that we have right now. Kathleen's being a little modest. She she is soon to be the president elect of the Missouri Rehab Association Eastern Chapter. So maybe we're hoping for a little bit of State of the Union address for you right here. So you, know, <laughs> you know what what's your vision to evolve MRA Eastern Chapter? Let's our your our board members are are, are uh, people want to hear right? They want to hear your message. I just think it's a huge team effort. You know, it's not just one person. It is that. And um, and I know Marissa is a great president right now, and it's would be it's going to be really hard to follow in her shoes. But um, I'm just uh, so excited to work alongside everybody and continue um, um, different types of fundraising events. You know, um, broaden out and see what we haven't done before. If we can do something new, um, and just like capture more folks and stuff. So I'm just I'm really excited about it. Yeah, I think again, MRA Eastern Chapter is a prime example of the pandemic as well that I think, again, we're trying to get back to in-person events, but we're not going to shy away from virtual events. And, and again, kind of how, how do we best match the, our community needs, you know, again, both doing in-person um, virtual type events. Yeah. Again, just to support the mission. I know that previously we were, we were talking about um, the CRC exams and the NCE exams and, um, I know that I previously asked you if you had any advice for those students that may be taking those exams, but now I'm thinking, well, we might, we probably might have some um, listeners as well um, that may be getting ready to take those exams. So I'm curious if, if you have any um, uh, advice or thoughts for students that are preparing for those exams or just prepping for, um, I guess we'll start with those tests, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just think like, you know, whenever you're in the, in the hot seat taking the exam, just trust your guts, like go with your first, um, your first choice. Don't second guess yourself. Um, and then I, I just think that that's so important. And then just, you know, you can just, just breathe, take a minute. If, if something's, if you're struggling on a question, move to the next flag it and then come back, you know, you don't have to just answer and keep going. So, um, and then just in preparation for it, you know, the, the whole process, it's, it seems when you're looking at the big picture, it seems like kind of daunting, you know? And so just taking things step by step is um, is the best advice I have. Like, don't look at the big picture and overwhelm yourself. Just take everything step by step. And before you know it, 
you you can do it. Mm -hmm. I can see how that would apply to your to your job now, working with clients, taking things step by step. Because I'm, I'm certain that you're probably working with clients that are thinking, "How am I going to tackle this huge thing that is employment?" Um, I could see how you know, per, you know, breaking it up, partitioning it, triaging it. Um, I could see how that would translate. All right, Kathleen, this is your time to to, to shine, to to really lay some wisdom out on our listeners. So. I know you've given a few tips, but what is your mentor moment? My mentor moment is if you're thinking about taking the NCE or the CRC, go for it. Because I took my um, CRC right after I graduated and was so thankful that I did that because the information just, you know, it was just fluid. You know, you get out of school and it's all fresh, but I waited to take my NCE. And with two kids later and being five years post-grad, it was um, challenging. And so um, it is still doable though. And so like, I, I also want to encourage people that, um, you know, were in my shoes that waited, but you can do it. You know, there are resources, there's the audio books, there's the Rosenthal book. And just, even if it's just a couple pages a night, you know, before bed, or if it's listening to an audio, you know, on the way to work, just taking the time to do it is going to better yourself in the long run with career advancement or just other opportunities. Um, so if you're thinking about it, just do it. And if you're happy to talk about the process, I am more than happy to talk to somebody and try to encourage other folks to do it as well. Love that. Love that. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> awesome words of wisdom there that again, we'll, we'll, we'll be able to touch our, our listeners. So, well, Kathleen, thank you for being a guest. Um, we're excited for our listeners to, to meet you and uh, we wish you all the best. Thank you guys so much for having me. So if you're listening to this, that means that you're listening to Mentor Moments. That means that you're probably listening on either Spotify or Apple Music, or maybe you're listening some other way. Uh, we just want to recommend that you continue to listen. Uh, tune into some of our previous episodes um, and stay tuned. Subscribe to us um, because we'll have plenty more episodes coming your way as well. In addition to the podcast, we have two other ways for you to stay connected with the Missouri Rehabilitation Association Eastern Chapter and Maryville University's Rehabilitation Counseling Program. We are proud to announce the creation of a YouTube channel and a blog. Both the blog and the YouTube channel will have all things related to the Missouri Rehab Association Eastern Chapter and Maryville University's Rehabilitation Counseling Program. Check us out.